making room. He gets to the 50. He gets to midfield. He gets to the 40. What an athletic display by Trey Ford. He's magic. He is the magic man of the Canadian Football League right now. He's got a line to the net. He'll come in. The shot scores! Edmonton's home for great stories, local heroes, and everything you need on the Oilers and Elks. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. West Edmonton Mall, that is the location for Inside Sports tonight. I love being here doing the show, the Oilers autograph session in full force. I am at the Ice Palace. Feel free to come by and say hi. Maybe if you're, you're already here, I don't know if you're listening, but if you have somebody here, tell them to come by my spot. i got a bunch of Inside Sports canned ham t-shirts. I'd love to give them all away so I don't have to haul them back to the station. I, I'm in the little, uh, I guess, the skate-changing area. you just got to go down a few steps uh, right by the Ice Palace, and the Ice Palace has a huge lineup behind me because that's where a young man by the name of Connor McDavid is signing autographs. So lots of fans out and about. I see people scurrying from player station to player station with their jerseys or whatever they want to get signed. Of course, to get to Connor or Leon, you had to line up really early and uh, and people have done that and we'll have a, a story of a couple of very interesting young ma- uh, young men in a minute, minute or two here, which is pretty fun. Let's look at the scoreboard here. Presented by Cougar Paint Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. In the NHL, third period, Rangers lead the Sabres 3-1. Flyers lead the Blue Jackets 2-1. Late in the second period, Detroit and New Jersey in a 1-1 tie. Blues and Stars are scoreless in the second period. Also in the second period, no score. Seattle and Nashville wild up 1-0 on the Panthers. And a little bit later on tonight, it's the Golden Knights playing the Sharks. Thursday night football, midway through the second quarter. Where are all the points in this one? My goodness. It is the Swifties leading the Broncos 3-0. And baseball tonight in the fourth inning, no score between the Phillies and the Braves. We will have Luke Gazdick tonight, as always. He's going to be presented by Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. And uh, we will have Matthew Duchak, who always joins us when we do a show from the mall. He's so interesting. He's basically the West Edmonton Mall historian. He has the YouTube channel and all the social media accounts called Best Edmonton Mall. Uh, so he's uh, he's going to be with us as well, and uh, he's just a blast to talk to. So I, I mentioned I'm right by McDavid here. So they, they have the fans going in kind of one door for the ice surface, and then they go out in, in a corner of the building. Where is it underneath? I don't know my way around this mall very well anymore, but I, I stood out there, and uh, I waited for some people to come out, and uh, a, a couple mums came out, and there were some kids there, and I said, okay, like, can I talk to anybody about getting McDavid's autograph and they said yeah talk to these two guys so here's the uh, conversation I had with a couple of young Oilers fans okay guys who do we have here what's your name uh Cade I'm Kai all right now what time did you line up to for Connor uh at like 10 and what'd you do all day to stay busy um we pretty much ate snacks and uh yeah what kind of snacks now I'm really interested uh candy and pretzels so extremely healthy Kind of. Yeah. Well, not really. <laughs> Where are you guys from? Uh, Sylvan Lake, Alberta. Did you come in special to try to get Connor's autograph? Yes. 
took the day off school? Yes. Does your teacher know? No. Okay, I won't tell anybody. Okay. What was it like to actually meet Connor? What did he say? He asked me what team I play for, and I said Silver Lake uh, Lakers. Yeah. And how long have you been an Oilers fan? Um, like since I was little. So like, your whole life. Pretty much. You still, you're still kind of little, to be honest. Well, yeah, I'm 11 years old. <laughs> okay, that's what, that's what I meant. Well, how are you, how are you feeling after last night's game? Good. You still still okay despite eight one? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um. Well, I was pretty upset after it. I thought they would win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Have a safe trip home. Yeah. All right. So a couple youngsters in from Sylvan Lake took the day off school. Hey, everybody in Sylvan Lake, don't tell their teacher. All right. No messing around. These are dedicated fans. What are they going to remember more in twenty years, thirty years? Oh that I learned Neptune's rotation around the sun or that I came to Edmonton and met Connor McDavid? However briefly. Pretty cool. The, the one kid, he sounded a little concerned about last night's game. But I, I think the Oilers will bounce back. Of course, the uh, next game is coming up on uh, Saturday. Face-off show at 6.30, game at 8, Oilers versus the Canucks. It's a doubleheader on 6.30, Chad, that day in the afternoon. 12.30 countdown to kickoff, game at 2, Elks versus the Alouettes. Later on tonight, before 8 o'clock, we're going to give away a four-pack of tickets to the Elks games, but we'll do that a little bit later. we got to call a quick timeout. Luke Gazdick coming up. We are live at uh, West Edmonton Mall. I'm by the Ice Palace. I don't know what this area... I think this is where the, the you, you would change skates, or at least it used to be. So if you're wandering by and say hi, I would uh, I would appreciate it. I'll get you a T-shirt as well. Luke Gazdick next on Inside Sports. You're listening to 6.30 Ched Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Reminder about that Elks game on Saturday. You can join in the spirit of giving. The 6.30 Ched Street Team and Santa's Anonymous will be on site accepting toy and monetary donations to help to deliver the spirit of Christmas to families. Uh, that'll be going on throughout the game. So that is the 630 Chet Santa's Anonymous game. So again, bring a toy or a monetary donation if you're going to see the Elks and the Alouettes. He is a regular guest here on Inside Sports. He is presented by Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. It is Luke Gazdick. Luke, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Good, Reed. Well, uh, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I guess after that one last night, I'm doing okay, but I don't know how the boys are doing. I think the sense I got from the fan base was maybe it was as much disbelief as anything else. Uh, I mean, shock, disbelief. Like, I, I'm sure there's some anger, but I don't, I don't think anybody in their right mind believes the team is that bad. And maybe that's where all the shock and disbelief comes from. It's like, Seriously, you guys put all put in all the work over the summer in the captain skate and in the training camp to start with that. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling is shock. I think shock is a good word because they showed up early. They got better as camp progressed. The big boys look good. The goalies were making saves. Jack had a great preseason. And even from the start of the game, Connor lays out Hronik uh, or whoever it is on uh, on the first shift. Vinny goes out and scraps, and they had a good couple shifts, and then the wheels just fell off. And 
I think the shocking part for me was just, I just didn't expect it. They looked so out of sync and it was a bit of effort, a bit of system stuff, but I just didn't expect that at all. So when it, when it goes that bad, like what seeps through the team? You know what I mean? Cause it's, I sometimes, uh, a, uh, an observer might be like, okay, well, the they had a couple bad shifts, but the next line can go out there and change it around. Like, but does sort of when it's you're having a bad game and the battle level isn't there, does that just sort of seep through the whole team or deflate the whole team? And it's hard to get the momentum going in the right way. Yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. I look at uh, shifts after goals were were a big thing that a lot of coaches focused on when I played and I hate to single out Bush, but they score the goal and he takes the penalty right on the next shift. Like that is as deflating as it gets. And that's what drives coaches nuts. I think the goal that went off Besser's foot or ankle too. And like, you just look at bad bounces like that. And that is so deflating on the bench. You're like, man, like we can't do anything right. Like Pedersen could try that a hundred times again. And probably it, it probably wouldn't go in. Um, yeah, it's just it was just deflating all around. I just kept expecting some pushback. Like they kept going down goals, and even when they were still down like five one, I was just like, man, they could show up in the third and rip off four here. And it just there was never any pushback. And to me, that was the most disappointing part. Where you know, aside from a couple guys, like give Dylan Holloway's line some props. Like at least they were moving their feet. Like they were the only line that got any sort of like sustained offensive zone pressure. And they were like probably the fastest line. Well, Connor, obviously, but they just, they were really the only ones going. It was just, it, it was just nothing. There was nothing there. Well, and then, you know, the Holloway blocks the shot late in the game. And now, yeah. Uh, you know, so, and, and I, I would agree that line was good. And, and Rob Brown last night, we give a fourth star of the game. So we gave that to Dylan Hall. Actually, I didn't give one out, but Rob gave, <laughs> Rob gave it to Dylan Holloway. Um, like there's, it, it's game one. So it's, it's yeah. more, it's more, it's the only one we have to talk about right now. But do you have any concern that there's a ripple effect from that game, or do you think they're mature enough to handle it now? I mean, I think they're mature enough, and this will show it, right? Adversity right off the hop. I try to spin zone this and play devil's advocate. Like, this might be the best thing for them. Like, hearing for the last three weeks, like, we're on Sportsnet on opening night, and the entire panel, including myself, picking them to win the Stanley Cup, right? So maybe bringing them back down to earth a little bit. Um, full marks to the Canucks too, man. Like I just assume that they've been watching everyone just crap on them all summer and, and they showed up and their best players were phenomenal. Pedersen was physical. Um, he was making plays and, you know, say what you want about the goaltending, but Demko makes like two huge stops early. The, the partial breakaway with Kulak and and Fogel had a really nice chance early. And it's like big, timely saves early that really, really pump up your bench. And boys just didn't have that. Um, yeah, so so uh, I don't have 
any concern because it's one game, but yeah, maybe may, maybe it's a good thing for them after hearing everyone already calling this season over before it even started. There's been some talk of, you know, a new defensive system and and, and more focus on, on checking and maybe the neutral zone. Uh, and I'm not trying to give them a note here, but is it, is it hard to implement implement that for the first time in a preseason game? And is 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 it really anything they've been trying to do that drastically different than what they were doing before? No, because it's hockey, and these guys are the best players in the world and the best players at their profession. I'm going to pick on Nursey just because he was the guy in that position, but they talked about it. I switched from a man-to-man to his own, and in that second goal that got popped out to Besser in the slot and he goes far side cheese, like Nursey is supposed to go back to the front of the net but you kind of have to flex out. You don't have to go man to man and stand on top of best in the slot, but at least he has to challenge that. And that's the, that's the quote he had after the game is that we have to be big boys. We have to adapt and kind of know the system you're playing, but you're not like, this isn't a video game where you just, you just go to the certain spots and the players go and you push and plug them in. It's like, you have to read and react. And so I picked Nursey just for that example because I know he's a mature guy and he can handle it. But it's like knowing your system, but knowing that like, man, we played a strong one, two, two. That's all we did pretty much my entire time at Edmonton. But you got to read. If the puck's going D to D and you have the chance to make it a two on two and play a little more aggressive, you have to read that as a forward. Um, so there's certain times where you kind of have to go outside that and just think for yourself. But they're mature enough that that they should be able to, you know, implement something like that as uh, as in like a system tactic. And it shouldn't be a big thing where we're going into the season and they're still getting used to it. Yeah. Luke Gazdick joining us tonight on Inside Sports. Uh, on a different angle, uh, we're at West Edmonton Mall tonight. Stoffed at Oilers now. I'm doing Inside Sports. The autograph signing is going on. Uh, do you think it's uh, interesting for them mingling with fans, uh, having interactions with fans after a game like that? I mean, people are here because they're fans and they want the autograph. But it was 8-1 last, last night. <laughs> Uh, it's probably not the first thing that they want to do on the top of their list. Uh, <laughs> but, hey, that stuff comes with playing in the NHL and and having season ticket holders and fans like Edmonton does. We had a couple of those after tough games, too. I remember we had our season ticket holder one at Rexall where you were set up on the concourse with another player, too. And God love Edmontonians and, and Oiler fans, but they speak their minds. And there's some really good fans out there that that will say, "Hey, you know, it's just one game, and don't don't worry about it." And there will certainly be a couple that speak their mind. And sometimes it's hard to hold your tongue, man, when someone comes up to you and you're doing a favor by being there and signing autographs for you, and they're telling you how to play in the defensive zone. So. Um, you try to, I'm sure they're going to always try to be polite about it. But like I said, man, it's probably not the, uh, not at the top of the list at things they probably want to do right now. Right. Well, I, yeah, I, uh, I guess we'll, we'll say, I doubt anybody will be mean, but, uh, there might be a, a quip or two that, yeah. but, but, uh, what can you do? I guess, I guess play better if you. Exactly. Don't lose a one. Yeah. Don't lose a one. Yeah. I mean, five, three would have been like, okay, that's, but yeah, eight, one was. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Connor's got the ice palace to himself. Uh, Leon always has a long line. Everybody else is paired off. Those two guys are by themselves. And yeah, 6 a.m. the lineup started. Um, and for Leon and Connor, 
only the first 300 people are, are guaranteed. Is there anybody, athlete, musician, actor, author, radio talk show host, that you would line up? <laughs> is there anybody that you would line up 12 hours in advance or so to try to get their autograph and have a brief uh, meeting with them? Mm. Great question, Reed. Uh, for athlete, I got two. I got two. For athlete, I'm going Tiger. Uh, I love golf. I love watching golf. Um, Tiger's just like the man to me. He has the coolest career. He just seems like the, the, the coolest guy. He's like, they always ask you those questions like, who would you, your ideal foursome be or who would you want to go to dinner with? Like, Tiger for me would be the one that just is insane and would be insane to meet. And I think we talked about this before. I'm a big musician and I love music. And one of my favorite bands is the Foo Fighters and Dave Grohl. Uh, Dave Grohl, original drummer for Nirvana and now iconic frontman for the Foo Fighters. Uh, he is like my guy. Like I got, I would love to bring like my bass guitar and, or like a drum, drum snare or something like that and have him sign that up for me. That would be interesting. So you, so that those are ones you'd actually line up, like as a not as a former hockey player, like as a citizen. You, you would yeah. say whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to West Ed or wherever, and I'm gonna even risk not being far enough up in line. I want to get that autograph. And that yeah, I should preface that with I don't even know if I would line up for three hours in the first place, but um but it, th the, those are the, th those are the two that come to mind that i would even consider doing right that you're or you or if you you try to get an autograph if you maybe saw them in in public you'd try to be like for oh, sure excuse, excuse me sir I, I hate to bother you but <laughs> yeah for sure well all right well you never know it could it it, it could happen it, it could happen i'm sure they'd be uh they'd be happy to uh to entertain you as well uh saturday night let's let's wrap up with an oilers comment as well what do you what do you need to see on the first couple of shifts Saturday to feel like okay they're fine? Just more yeah. intensity, just more intensity. Like the play was just dying every puck battle with them, and, and it to me this is huge, especially at home. I love that it's Vancouver again. They go right back at them, and it's like, hey, you're gonna do that to us on your home ice, like. We're going to return the favor here. So I love the fact that it's the Canucks again. They get a, they get another shot at it. They don't have to let that stew for a while. Uh, but it's it's a huge first. Everyone should just kind of take that mentality of get the first shift out of the way. Go have a good first shift. Put puck. I know everyone says put pucks deep, but like go after. Go after their D. Get some shots on net early. Test Damco and well, I don't know. Hope I'm, he's got the flu or whatever. We'll see whoever's in net. But um just a quicker start man and just a lot more intensity because past the first three minutes of last night it died the rest of the way yeah for sure okay well luke thanks for doing this again great to have you back for another season uh of your uh observations here on inside sports uh, enjoy the weekend man we'll talk to you again soon you too reed Luke Gazdick, presented by Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. Inside Sports, live from West Edmonton Mall. Tonight, we're uh, right by the Ice Palace. If you have trouble finding us, uh, look for guests and the body shop and uh, look towards the Ice Palace from there, and you'll see us down a, a very short flight of stairs. I am giving away the uh, Inside Sports Can-Ham t-shirts supplied by Elite Promotional Marketing. Come and ask for one. You'll get one or make a Def Leppard reference, and you might get two. 
the legend himself, the guy who knows everything about this mall, Matthew Duchak, coming up. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.